The world has been full of limits and conditions, stripping our power away, box after box, dimming our light, hiding our truth and forgetting who we are. It is time for a soul revolution that starts with us. We get to explore the depths of our own darkness to remember who we are and come back home to our soul, to be whole once again. We get to transform our wounds into soul medicine to heal us all. It is time to shake the foundation and allow the facade to crumble, leaving our true authenticity. It's time to plant the seeds of wisdom, love, and empowerment and watch them all grow. Welcome to the Soul Revolution Tribe. Welcome, May. I'm so glad to have you on today. I'm so excited. And I'm excited to talk about this topic about holding the pen to be the storyteller of your own story, not having somebody else write your story, but you. Um, and I've been in your program. It is amazing. Um, it just helps you look at perspectives. And so I just wanted to hop on and have you share with the listeners what Storyteller is, how it was created, all of the all the goodies with it. Oh, my gosh. What a deep dive. <laughs> We go right into the deep end. Thank you for having me on. That's right. There's no shallow shit going on here. (laughs) But thank you for having me on. I love coming. I mean, I love talking to you. We talk to each other all the time. Every single day. And I love when we get to sit down and, like, have a full-on conversation about what we do and what we share with the world. Because it's, it's just pure magic. It's pure magic. Um, where do I even start? Where storyteller is born? I'll start there. I'll start that. That feels logical. Um, for the for the human for the human in me, but everything inside of luxuriously fierce, including storyteller, was is created from the version of me that needed the me I am now, and what that means is that I. I wasn't always the leader of my life. I wasn't always the storyteller. I wasn't always the one holding the pen. I wasn't always the one who made decisions for me. I wasn't always the one who did things because I wanted to, because it's what felt aligned and what felt good. I mean, the list goes on and on, but I wasn't always that person. And... I feel like it's, a lot of people can resonate to that. Like they, they... I, I feel like a lot of people can resonate to that. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where if you find yourself giving more than you're receiving, whether that be for someone from someone else or from yourself, if you find yourself making decisions um, in, in a hurried fashion or you make a decision that doesn't really feel aligned with you, but so-and-so benefits, or it's better for, for this or better for that. Um, you you know, it's, these kinds of things are how you recognize if you are the storyteller or if you're not. And for so long I wasn't, and this was something that I didn't realize it wasn't conscious right and because we are programmed to do things for other people we are programmed to walk that yellow brick road of school you graduate from high school you go to college university you get a degree you get a job you meet someone you get married you have kids you buy a house you gotta have a dog and a cat and 
a hamster maybe what you know <laughs> you you know you raise your kids you stay in said job for years and years and years and years regardless of whether or not you're happy you ask permission for vacation that you may or may not get you know it's just that that road is crumbling it's crumbling for so many of us and it, it long ago crumbled for me and at some point it's one of this is also one of these things where for me there wasn't a single moment of realization for a lot of people this kind of looks like a traumatic event of some sort or there's some sort of big shift in their life that they go oh change needs to happen yeah, something like needs to turning shift here. yeah some sort of pivotal pivotal moment or experience and when i look back on that for me it's not one single thing it's a bunch of little things yep that build up and yeah and they all added up they all they all you know accumulated and piled on top of one another and really the realization that made me step into the storyteller role of my life step into that director role that the one holding the pen was the realization that no matter what i did no matter how many quote unquote rules i followed or you know what i did for other people or what i did as a quote unquote good citizen whatever it was no matter what i did things still crumbled things still fell apart i was still unhappy i still didn't feel aligned with myself with what it is that i actually you know want to do and bring into this world my life continuously fell apart Regardless like we live a watered down version of ourselves. Like I can resonate with your story yeah. too. It's similar to mine. It's like, it's not that we weren't completely like we weren't there. We were, but it was like a watered down version that somebody else had the puppet strings for with all the expectations yeah. that we followed. Yeah. You know, it's the, the staying in the job that you don't like because it makes good money. It's the staying in relationships with people who you've outgrown or you don't align or you drifted apart, but it's comfortable. Mm -hmm. So you stay, right? It's, it's those kinds of things. And I want to like push pause here just for a second and just say that like, you know, we've had this conversation before where, and we talk about this inside of the storyteller, inside of the actual program where the question comes up of what would you tell yourself, your younger self? If you could go back and say something, what would you tell her? And my answer to this is nothing, right? And a lot of times we hear things like, oh, I would tell her that, you know, it's all working out. Everything is divinely guided. You know, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, kind of the- if You got in a space to receive that. And that right, the cliche thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why my, re my answer is nothing, right? Because that version of me that was in that relationship because it was comfortable, not because there was love there, she wasn't ready to hear mm -hmm. whatever this version of me has to say to her, right? She wasn't in that place to receive that message. She would have been defensive. She would have been angry. She would have found every single reason to dig her heels in and stay exactly where she was for as long as she possibly could. And so that's why I would go back and tell myself nothing. 
And so, you know, when, when I talk about stepping into that role of storyteller, stepping into that, that one holding the pen of your life, I don't do so from a place to like make you feel guilty or shame or embarrassed or whatever it is, right? That's not the point of this conversation because likely that version of you was not ready to receive whatever it is that you would have to or say. Or take on such home, a big right? role in that moment. Yeah, exactly. She, you know, that version of me, she needed to move through all of what she has been through to be the me that I am now, right? And yeah, I have no idea if that actually answered your question or not. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was exactly what needed to, to go through. There was no specifics. It's just I wanted to share this message. And really, this is the pivotal point to the healing is realizing and taking responsibility for our life and realizing that we are the co-creator and we can step into a situation. And if we don't like how it's going, we are the only ones that have powers to shift that. No one else can save us. There is not going to be a man in tights flying in and saving the day. Like that's, that's not real life. Um, and we can be our own hero. And so we have to look at those situations and when it, when it, things get rocky going, okay, this is just one stepping stone. This is not going to be the earthquake that takes me out. Like this is one stepping stone on my path. That's going to shake me up because sometimes things have to crumble. Like you were saying, they have to crumble mm -hmm. to be rebuilt the way they're, they're designed, especially when we live such roles of expectation and people pleasing and living in box after box. And you're slowly breaking out of those boxes. The only way to get out of the box is to slowly break it. It's got to come down and the walls got to be like, bare bones for you to realize where you were to start with. So um, what's coming to me right now is, is so people listening and they're like, okay, I, I get it. I hear where they're coming from. And I hear that this is important, but where do I start? I'm overwhelmed. Like wh what, what do I, what is my first step to even going down this path? I hear where they're coming from. I, they're, I'm inspired, but what is the action that I can take? Whew. <laughs> I know depth. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just simple, easy questions with me. <laughs> no easy questions around here. Nope. <laughs> I remember feeling that way. I remember feeling that way. And I mean, you know, if you're not in a place where you can invest in a program like Storyteller, find a community, like a free community, even just be on, like, be on someone's email, be on my email list, be on my Instagram, you know, be somewhere in my world that's comfortable for you. I will say that Storyteller is available on a sliding scale, which means that you get to pay what you feel comfortable with, right? It's not a set price. Um, but if you're not in a position to, to have a mentor, to have someone who you know has walked through the fires that you're currently walking through, then my advice would be to pick one area of your life, just one to start with, because what you'll find is when you start to shift one area, all the other ones will shift as well. Absolutely. And when you start if you try to jump in and shift a whole bunch of things at one time, it gets very overwhelming very quickly. And that's where you're most likely to stop because your nervous system, 
your ego is going to try to step in and be like, whoa, what are you doing over here? We don't want to change. Absolutely. Well, right? you're already in fight or flight. You're, you're mm-hmm. already in that unregulated nervous system space. So then when you try to take on more, like it, it just feels even more overwhelming. So it's like coming back to that grounded mm-hmm. space and realizing one thing at a time and everything's interconnected. So you focus on mm-hmm. one thing and it bleeds over into all the different areas of your life. You just don't realize Absolutely. it. And I, for me, this is really important. And so this is going to be like a, a take what resonates, leave the rest sort of suggestion. Um, and I mean, all of these are, but it's, it's really important for me to have a, an understanding of my role in the root of that role, right? And so this comes back to things like childhood patterns and, and experiences. Like you were not responsible for the experiences that you had as a child and you are not responsible for the patterns or the beliefs that you have now carried with you into adulthood, but you are responsible for healing them. And so one thing that's really important for me is to look at, is to take responsibility, right? We're coming back to responsibility and, and look at where I have contributed to X pattern, um, to X belief, right? Whatever it is, dig into that and then really try as best I can to work through it in air quotes on my own, right? I think it's important to have a support system, right? If, if I'm having a rough day, I reach out to you or I reach out, yeah. you know, to, to someone and say, hey, you know, like today's not great or this is what I'm moving through. We talk about this all the time. Absolutely. Like, oh, here's this thing that just happened and this is what it's showing me. This is what I, I'm being, you know, guided towards. And for me, it's really important to, to have that acknowledgement when you don't take responsibility or you don't acknowledge your contribution to whatever pattern is, no change will be made, right? No acknowledgement equals no change. And almost like, and, I like doing the the kind of reflecting on my own first because especially if you don't have a strong inner voice because we're trained to listen mm-hmm. outside of us, that internal voice can get quieted by the outside. And as much as beautiful as that support and these people are trying to to be assistance for us, like at the end of the day, it's what we feel and hear that matters. And if we keep shoving that voice and not trusting ourselves, that is not going to push the healing path as well. So that's what a lot of the times when I'm working with people, I, I have them like, okay, so before I say anything, like, tell me how you're feeling, what's coming up for you, what is triggered Mm -hmm. by that. So then they can start really practicing of like, what is actually going on in my head and not trying to fix it. You are not broken. I don't know how many times I can say that. Like, we are not broken. Oh, I know. We are whole. We do not. <laughs> we do not need to be fixed. We need to come back to that remembrance and give ourselves grace. Like, this is a human experience. It's not supposed to be cupcakes and rainbows all the time. Like, mm-hmm. how do you grow like that from that? You don't. You don't. And responsibility is really important to me. It. It. it it's hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm especially when you're first starting out, to take that responsibility and be like, oh, this is how I've been doing this thing. And I'll, like, I'll use the example of money. This is one that we all can resonate with, right? Like, I have student loans. I have a credit card. You know, I have bills that I have to pay. And for, you know, those patterns, we all have these patterns. We all have these beliefs around money. And when I started working on that, I had to say, you know, holy crap, this is how I'm contributing to this pattern of, 
of scarcity of never having enough. And so whenever I had money come in, it immediately went out. Yeah. Because that was my nervous system contributing to that, you know, continuing that pattern of scarcity, that pattern of not having enough, right? And so I started, yeah, exactly. And it's it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's a confirmation bias, right? Where we continuously, unconsciously make uh, a prophecy or a pattern a belief true about ourselves right this is like a, this is a deep dive inside oh, yeah. the storyteller that's the very first module is self-fulfilling prophecies and it's my favorite one it truly is my favorite one well and it is the um, truth is it's my truth different than your truth who's different from the people listening we mm-hmm. all create our own truths and as soon as we take that belief on as truth we are designed to confirm our truths and so everywhere yeah. we look we're going to recreate yeah, absolutely. it and like, like once mm-hmm. we realize that and, and, and taking responsibility doesn't mean feeling guilty or shameful or whatever. It's just saying, okay, I inherited this pattern or I took on this pattern, but I took it on. That's my responsibility. I took it on and I'm carrying it forward and I have a choice. We have a decision to make. Do I continue to carry it or do I work through it, allow it to be seen, heard and felt and realign to my actual truth? And I can't answer that for anyone. Like you, you are the only one that can answer that. Like, is that, is that what I am ready for? And I'm, and I'm willing to open up to and move through. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, something I was thinking about yesterday was, you know, now I'm, I'm at a place where I'm just going to back up for a second, actually. So what I actually started doing was whenever I had money came in, I would hold it. So what I would do prior to that is when, whenever I got paid for something, um, I would immediately pay my cell phone bill or immediately pay. I was in a program at the time. And so I would immediately send the money to that mentor. Right. And I thought that I was doing that to ease my nervous system in knowing, you know, in being comfortable that those bills were paid. But what I was really doing was contributing to that scarcity pattern of, oh, I need to pay this bill immediately just in case I don't have enough. Mm-hmm. And that's and the so, radical honesty of saying, what are my intentions behind yeah, it? What is the motivation? Exactly. That's the responsibility of shifting those patterns. And so I reached out to that mentor because we had agreed that I would send her, you know, the monthly installment on a certain date. And I reached out to her and I said, this is what I'm practicing. I'm practicing holding money. And we have, there's like a, quite a time difference as well. So by, you know, by the time I would send her, the money in the evening, it would be like the next day for her. Um, and so I just, I simply reached out to her and I said, this is what I'm working on. I'm working on holding money, even if it's just for half a day, even if it's just for, for six yep. hours, seven hours, eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours. And so that means retrain that- Retrain my nervous system, retrain mm-hmm. my subconscious that it's okay to hold on to it. Like that's, that's good to have a whole, it doesn't always have to yeah, flow and completely out immediately. That capacity. Yeah. Love that. And so I, you know, I just let her know where I was and I said, so when I send you the money, it's actually going to be the following day um, for you, right? Just because of that time difference. And she was like, amazing. I love it. 
Yes. Well, and the right? good mentor so, is going to celebrate you for choosing you. And in those moments, it's not like you mm -hmm. said, Hey, I'm not paying you. No, or I'm paying you a week late. It's just yeah. it's, <laughs> yeah. open up to that possibility of this is really going to serve me in my capacity and my growth. It, is that aligned to you? Is this something like opening up to those doors of possibility? And most mentors would be absolutely, I don't care if it's six hours later than normal. Like this is something for your growth yeah. and it's important. Right. A good mentor will be on your side and be proud of you for recognizing those patterns and and actively working towards shifting them, right? And being and so now I'm ask. in a place where I'm like, yeah, like stepping out of that comfort zone. I'm saying like, yeah, this is scary. Um, but I'm at least gonna see like what's the worst thing that could happen. No, but it's a no if I don't ask. <laughs> I teach my kids yeah, that exactly. That's exactly it. And like it was almost I remember typing out that message. And it was almost like, I just, I remember being like, well, no, I won't. It took me a while to hit that send button. Well, maybe I won't send it. Well, oh, this is kind of embarrassing. Will she understand? And, but like you said, it's a no if you don't ask, right? Yeah. And it might well, be a no almost be battling that judgment piece too. Like, what mm -hmm. are they going to think? But what, does it matter? Like at the end of the day, what other people think of us is not what defines us. It's what we think of ourselves and our intention of growth yeah. should be our core like we need to love ourselves just as much as we love everyone else and care about everyone else. We need to care about our own growth and doing steps like that. And that's not just saying you, like I, I do that in my personal life all the time. And yeah. I laugh at myself and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> and there's always, there's always a, a message and everything. There's, there's so much duality and everything. There's, there's always a, a reason for something. And, you know, that's why I think it's so important to take responsibility and understand what you can understand on your own and recognize where you need a little bit more guidance or where you need to talk to someone who has, you know, been through what you're moving through or who has more knowledge, you know, like now I'm in a place where I'm thinking I want to start investing and like, I know nothing about investing, but I will do I w would want to do as much and I will do as much research as I can on my own, but before I move any money at all, I will talk to someone who knows what the fuck they're doing because yeah, I've been there. That I has the experience. Yep. Right. So it's, it's this balance of taking that responsibility of doing what you can on your own and understanding and acknowledging where you need more guidance and reaching yeah. out to someone who, where somebody who can, can help, help you, right? Who walk has the process that holds space for you that, mm -hmm. I mean, cause healing is not, not always, easy um it's not meant to be yeah because in that stretch in those pain points no. is where we grow uh, yeah absolutely and like there's oh there's just so much I could say <laughs> on that <laughs> but you know th this is why I have the storyteller app it's self study it's self-guided right so if that's where you are then that's for you but there's also a guidance piece in there because we meet twice a month right so you get Community access to everything me and to you and for to all of it like having me. somebody that that holds space to just hear you and just honoring yeah. where you're at yeah and that's so, why i like the you program know, that's the program you have even more higher touch of more connection with other people and hearing their stories that you can realize like hey i'm not in this alone like, and they can do it. I yeah. can do it. And you have that, that the motivation of each other. 
Absolutely. Community is so, so important. It's so, so important. And I was just having a conversation earlier today with one of my friends and she was just like, I miss, we had a, a container ended that we were in together. It ended just recently. And, um, she was like, I really miss the sisterhood. And I'm like, me too. The sisterhood, when you have the right people in your life, it feels like freedom. And yeah. that's what I said to her this morning was, it feels like freedom, right? When when you have someone or multiple people, and I'm fortunate enough now that I have multiple people that I, if I'm having a rough day or if I'm, you know, not seeing a pattern of something or I'm needing some tough love, I can reach out to them, you included, and be yeah. like, this is what's up. What is your perspective on this? Yeah. You know, what are you feeling here? And... You know, just and it's that's not freedom to be able to you. have that with other people. Yeah. And it's not like me telling you this is how you're supposed to feel. Like, just so them clarify, like mm -hmm. somebody that holds space for you is like, here, let me share a, a perspective from me standing outside of the muck while you're swimming in it. Like, let me, let me share this. And you resonate and you tell me, because sometimes the, those people that have your back, they're going to tr trigger the crap out of you. They're going to say something and you're like, oh, yeah. no, absolutely not. That can't be until you sit with it and you're like, damn it. They're right. Like there is some truth in that. And that's why it came up. Like, okay, now I get to lean into that a little bit more. <laughs> Just the other day, you said something to me. What was it? It was something about um, holding guilt around something. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm holding guilt around. And and that was my response. And that was where I was, honestly. Yeah. It, that was a very truthful statement, right? I was like, yeah. I don't know where I'm holding guilt. And that's an opportunity for me to dive into that, right? That's not a, I'm not holding guilt around anything. Jackie is wrong. Yeah. What is she talking about? Not about know? getting defensive. It's just like, okay, yeah. so they have this, they just have this feeling. That doesn't mean that it's right or wrong or whatever. But there's some some little hint. There's always a hint of, of truth in everything. So it's, it's saying, yeah. okay, like, so lean in it because we're all carrying something. So, so where is it where we're, we're carrying this and, and just using it as an opportunity versus putting up a wall and saying, nope, I'm yeah, right. Absolutely. Because that's the ego. That's the ego's job is to say, Hey, I'm right. They're wrong. Yes. Let's shut down. And that's not where we grow because they, they're trying to do that to keep us in that familiar zone to keep us safe. Um, but in realizing like that, that was my yep. word for 2022 is really realizing like I'm safe in the growth. I'm safe being me. I'm safe in my space. Like I don't have to worry about anything as long as I'm true to me. And I come back to the, my core every time. Yep. And, and that's really what it's about is, is soothing, not telling, we're not killing the ego. We're not, we're not saying like disowning it. We're, we're just saying, I understand. I meet you where you're at, but that's not our truth and it's okay. Like we can move forward. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, all of this stuff, all and it's so hard to put this program into, into words. Yeah. All right, we're back. Sorry, we had to pause it for a second because we were having a little tech glitch, but we are back. <laughs> but um, what, what we were just saying is like, it's so hard to put 
storyteller into words um, and the depth that you get because you do have that community and there's different aspects and there's so much growth if you choose it. Like that's the big thing is you have mm-hmm. to be willing to put in the effort as well. Yeah, absolutely. It, it comes back again to responsibility. You are you are responsible for your life. You are responsible for the boundaries that you set. You're responsible for the presence that you have in your life. You are responsible for everything. And that's a really, it's a hard pill to swallow. Um, I remember like when I started on my, on my own storyteller journey, there was a lot of resistance. Like, oh, well, this happened to me as a kid and and this is what I learned from that. And so I'm not responsible for that. And I'm not responsible for that, but I am responsible for healing it. Right. I'm responsible for letting it go. I'm responsible for releasing that pattern. And like I said before, if there's no acknowledgement of how you have continued that pattern, knowingly or not, right. Probably not unknowingly. Right. Yeah. You have to own it. You have to own it. You have to own it. Like, I may not have been the source of this situation, but I did, I'm owning it, that I did carry it on, I am taking it, and I get to choose to repeat it or not, and I'm done. Like, I'm done with that pattern. Yeah, because if you don't understand where the the root of the program is and how you have been carrying it forward, if you don't understand your contribution to this pattern or to this belief or to whatever it is, then you don't have a full grasp on how to actually shift it. And then you're, then you're just cutting off the top. Like, this is, this is what I'm all about. Like, I'm done with the surface BS. Like, that's not happening anymore. Like, you got to get to the root. You got to understand it. You can't do these quick shift things if you're not, like, truly honoring yourself to go in deep and understand. You have to understand. Mm-hmm. It's not just getting rid of something. It's a, a part of you. So just like you would, you would love your child Uh, you are going to love that part of you and understand where it's coming from. So then you can make that deep, deeper life lasting shift versus the resentment of I'm just getting rid of you. And I'm choosing that because it's almost like that surface blind, blind side type thing that it's going to keep, it's going to keep growing. Like you can cut, you cut the grass, it grows back again. If you don't really (laughs) work on the roots, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I like that analogy. <laughs> I love it. But and I'm a big proponent of, you know, walking with your fear and walking with your ego. I don't believe in, you know, pushing it away. And we hear that a lot, especially in this like online spiritual space where it's like, push past your ego, do it scared, blah, blah, blah. And I don't believe in that. Like, like you said, your ego, that fear that you hold, then your nervous system, right, is a part of you. It's a literal part of you. And if you think about it in the context of like, a relationship in 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 any relationship if you're pushing past that person all the time you're not communicating with them you're not being honest with them or with yourself you're you know doing things without them whatever all that kind of stuff that's not a healthy relationship yeah. right and so if you wouldn't have that kind of relationship with another human why would you have that kind of relationship with a piece of you yeah with yourself like you need to honor yourself. And, and that's a reflection. Everything inside of us is a reflection outside. So if you want a true deep connection with somebody else, you need to start with yourself too. Like look how you're treating yourself and that's mirroring out. So then those shadow aspects can say, hey, it's time to connect back in and love yourself and honor yourself. And like that that's what I'm all about too is like 
you can do it scared to a point, but it's not that you're you're ignoring your fear. It's saying, hey, I honor you. I acknowledge you. I love you. Thank you for trying to keep me safe. But let's do this together. We can have those little yeah. butterflies and nerves, but we're in this together. We're not we're not apart. We're not we're not split. We can come in and in, in unity and move forward and grow together. Like that's what it's yes. all about is that relationship and connection to everything and everyone and including ourselves. That's that's the biggest relationship we have. The person that we spend the most time with is ourselves. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> I love it. And and just and even with that coming back to the self-fulfilling prophecy, the self-fulfilling prophecies I mean without diving like too deep into them, like they don't need you to come true, right? The self-fulfilling prophecy is something that comes true without action on your part, right? They require no power from you. And so this is where we're talking about patterns and beliefs and the unconscious things right? If you tell yourself, oh, I'm going to be single forever, you will subconsciously, unconsciously contribute to that pattern in Absolutely. a way that makes it true, right? And so- Our words are so powerful. People so don't powerful. realize that, especially the words I am. Mm-hmm. You say I am and anything. Be very, very intentional of when you use those words because you are calling yeah. that into existence. Absolutely. And when you start- taking back your power and you start connecting to what I call your capital S self or, you know, higher self, galactic self, angelic self, favorite self, whatever term you use there. Um, when you start, when you open that connection, you open up your channel and connection with your guides and spirit, God, source, divine universe, whatever word you use there as well, you know, you start to take back that power and you start to make shifts. And that's when you start to, intercept those self-fulfilling prophecies and you start to recognize them like oh I have been making that true for so long I've been making this pattern true I've been making this belief true because they don't need you to come true they need you to shift Mm -hmm. they need you they need your power to to change right To, to not come true and so when you start challenging them you open up just so many doors and windows and rooftops. Absolutely. And that's what it is. It's not like a battle. It's just coming with love and curiosity and saying Mm -hmm. like, Hey, okay, let's lean into this situation that I'm feeling. I'm feeling triggered. Um, And then let's look at it. Why, where is this coming from? How am I repeating it? And just ask those questions because that's what it is. It's like when you give power, when you ask questions and you don't just take everything as solid truth, it's, it's okay. Where is this coming from? Where, where's the belief that I, I, I really want to anchor in. And this is my core versus what's shifting me from that to, because every part of you is serving you. It's trying to keep you safe. It's trying to, to love you. And they all have the same intention, but it's different parts just like um if you if you've been conditioned in one way you're going to respond differently than somebody that hasn't experienced that so Mm -hmm. it's just acknowledging all those different aspects of you of um like so so when you're making a decision you have all these different voices in your head saying like oh we can't do this I don't know if we're gonna have time or oh yes let's do this and you have all these things and you're like why am I in this mental spiral those are all different aspects of you that are yeah. trying to keep you safe, that are trying to put your put their like 
weigh in on the situation. So it's like acknowledging them all, but then remembering to really like turn up the volume of your soul, that soul voice or the capital S -S voice or higher self, whatever you want to resonate with it. Like you want to be able to tune into that one, but still honoring and acknowledging the other pieces. Does that make sense? Like that's how you calm (laughs) that noise to understand like, okay, like in this moment, we, we can't address everyone's concerns, but knowing like this is this is the best for all of us. And I and I love and respect because we have a relationship and you love and respect me knowing that I'm going to make the best choice for us. And no matter what, we're going to be safe and we'll all work mm-hmm. through it together. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like you get to be, you know, you get to be excited about where you're going and honor all of the versions of you that brought you to this present moment at the same time, right? And we just, this, this, our society is so black and white where it's, it's, if it's one thing and it can't be something else, right? And it's just not, it's just not that way. It simply isn't, right? You moving forward in your life doesn't mean disregarding your past. It doesn't mean, you know, being angry at, so-and-so for this pattern or angry at yourself for continuing it or oh that version of me was really stupid like look how long she stayed in that relationship that was real terrible for her like judgment I could I could look back and say those things about myself but it's not about that right it's not black love honoring yes love exactly you know honoring where you were and who you were in those past versions of you and being in love with present the present version of you and being excited for the next version of you and the next thing that you're moving into all at the same time. Loving every step of our evolution. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yes. That feels good. <laughs> I mean, just yes. <laughs> yes, that's what it's all about it, is knowing that you did the best you could with what you had in that time, the capacity that you had at your time. There's no shame, no. guilt, and whatever. Like, yes, it could have been different, but you didn't you didn't have the wisdom you have now without going through that. That's exactly. that's why you went through it to learn and grow and expand and learn deeper lessons of maybe forgiveness or whatever it is. Um, that's why we go through the things and everything serves us as crappy as some things are. Um, that's just how it is. And there's no judgment in that. It's coming in love and saying, okay, like, this is what it is. Like, I can't change that, but I can change how I'm going to look at it and I'm going to continue in the future. Absolutely. It's, you know, you do what you know until you know better and then you do that. Yes, absolutely. And that's, I mean, that's it. And that's what Storyteller is. It's it's not about throwing out the old chapters of the book, right? It's about being the one who writes the next ones. Yes, I love that. I love that. Is there any takeaway points that you really want to leave the listeners before we wrap it up today? Oh, geez. Like point form? (laughs) Well, you don't have to put point form. Like any message, whatever wants to come through, whatever's resonating, just the last message you want them to really anchor into. What's coming through is that if you feel like you are standing on the edge of something. And I always envision this as a cliff. And so maybe it feels that way that you're standing on the edge of a cliff and you have two choices, right? You stay there or you leap. And 
if you're feeling stuck in that decision, just remember that you are a powerful human and that the edge of that cliff is just that. It's an edge of expansion. It's an edge of something new. It's an edge of a new chapter of your life. It's all of the pieces of your past and present and future. And take the leap. Take the leap. Whatever that looks like for you, whatever you're called into doing, into whatever that expansion looks like for you and feels like in alignment, do it. What do you have to lose? <laughs> yeah. You won't, you won't regret it. That's failure one thing is not failure either. Like, that's the thing. Like, so you may tumble and fall, but then you get back up, you dust yourself off, and mm -hmm. you find another way. Absolutely. Absolutely. You'll never regret it. There's growth either way. And it's on your heart for a reason. Yeah. It wouldn't be there if you weren't supposed to lean in and figure out what the next steps are. And only you know the next steps. But trusting yourself. Trusting yourself yeah. to make that decision and know that the sky's the limit if you choose it. We are the only ones that limit ourselves. Because you may realize that, oh, yeah, you're on that edge and it's scary and you're looking down and you're like, I'm going to fall. But when you lean into it and realize you have a parachute on your back. Or you have angel wings that are going to spread. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't you don't know until you know yourself and you anchor in and then you can take the leap and go and soar because that's where we're meant to be. We're meant to soar. We're not meant to be mm -hmm. hold, holding still. We're meant to be experiencing and loving life and living life. Absolutely. That's why we're here. Uh, all so about <laughs> love it. I always love chatting with you and sharing the wisdom that comes pouring out of us when we are together. It's just so magical. I honor these times and I'm so glad that we can it share is. it with the listeners today. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Soul Revolution Tribe. If this message resonated with you, please support our mission by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing your takeaways. You can follow me on IG at Grow with Jackie B and our podcast page at Soul Revolution Tribe. I would love it if you would share this podcast with your loved ones who are aligned with our vision of making the world a better place so we can grow and rise together. Don't forget to tune in next week for more soul conversations and soul medicine. Bye for now and see you back soon.